Welcome to Ashlyn's Apron Podcast, a holistic journey to healthier living. I'm Ashlyn, and I'm ready to guide you on the path to living your best life. As a registered dietitian, I absolutely love anything food, science, everyday living, and of course, finding joy in it all. I'm here to give you nutrition advice while also providing tips for your daily life. Join me as I help you become the healthiest version of yourself. Welcome back to the podcast. If you're in Memphis, you know that we have been receiving some really weird weather lately. Normally the saying goes, April showers bring May flowers, but for Memphis this year, I guess the memo is July rains bring power outage pains. <laughs> there was a big storm at the very end of June that seems to have caused a domino effect of more and more power outages. If it rains or if someone sneezes too hard, you can bet your bottom dollar that the power will go out, which is really annoying, goodness. And it's also discouraging at times. I know I've talked with some friends who, like everyone, lost power for a long time, especially when that first storm came through back at the end of June. Nowadays, with groceries being so expensive, and especially for my groups of friends who are still kind of in that newlywed phase, it's hard to have the power go out and then all your groceries that you've worked hard to pay for go bad. Sometimes it's easy for us to say, oh, it's fine about some of the things left in our fridge or freezer, but is it really? In this episode, I'm going to touch on food safety and when food can be kept and when it should be thrown away. I'm also going to touch on when things have to be thrown away, how you can restock your fridge, and even what the necessities are for your fridge and freezer. First, let's talk about food safety. I know this might turn some people away because it may seem like I'm going to tell you that you need to throw it all away. First of all, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all out. I'm on your team. I can't handle restocking my fridge every other week after the power goes out. And at the very least, it's just annoying to go out and get more food. There are different times when food is safe and different points at which it's safe until, and I'll talk about it from that angle. Food is safe until X number of hours of no power. Before I dive into this, I do want to mention that it is best if once your power goes out, do not open the fridge or freezer doors. That causes whatever cool air that's left in there to escape, and it shortens the time of how long your food is good. Also, I'm not sure why I have not invested in this already, given the pattern of our weather and how often our power is going out, 
but there are fridge and freezer thermometers that you can get. You can use a plain old thermometer, like almost like an oven thermometer, to monitor what the temperature is. But there is also new technology that has a way you can put those thermometers in your fridge or freezer and connect it to your phone. That way you can know, like, if you're out of town and the power goes out, how long it's been out, or just to know the temperature inside of your fridge or freezer without opening those doors. So, just a thought as you incorporate food safety tips to help yourself become the healthiest version of yourself. You can get some of these thermometers, but also just at the very least remembering the tip to help you keep your fridge and freezer doors closed. All right, so I'm about to get into what is safe and when things are considered unsafe. You can check out my blog to make sure that you have a list of these foods and timings to see when the food is truly safe and when it's time to discard. So again, always remember you can use my website as a reference tool and that link is in the show notes, but also you can find that as a link from any of my other social media platforms as well. As a general rule, a four-hour fridge time is safe. If you are within four hours and your power turns back on, you should be good to go. This is for your fridge. With any of these suggestions, always, if it looks sketchy or if you have a feeling in your gut, and hopefully this feeling in your gut is beforehand, not after where you've eaten something and it's a bad feeling in your gut. But anyways, if you have um, a bad feeling in your gut or something looks bad, it's best to be safe rather than sorry. When in doubt, throw it out. But as a general rule, within four hours, you should be good. After four hours without power, it is time to get rid of your fresh or raw meats and fish out of the fridge and even leftovers and eggs. And I just said it's time to get rid of these things. I mean that in that maybe not exactly at that point you need to throw it out because you may want to just keep your fridge closed and keep it safe for any other foods. But keep a mental note that these are needing to get thrown out after that four-hour mark. Those are more susceptible to foodborne illnesses and bacterial growth. So we got to get rid of them. Your body will thank you later, even though it might be a little tough to throw it out now. If you notice that the temperature is above 40 degrees, there are some things that after two hours in that temperature that they need to go. Above 40 degrees is known as the danger zone. Again, that's where a lot of that bacterial growth can occur, and we really don't want to take that risk on your body consuming those things. 
you actually should take a look at everything in your fridge. And at that point, if the temperature of the fridge is above 40 degrees and it's been in there over two hours, then you need to throw them out. This includes leftovers, lunch meat, actually anything labeled keep refrigerated or refrigerate after opening, soft cheeses like brie, mozzarella, cottage cheese or cream cheese, shredded cheeses so they have more surface area for the bacteria to grow on, milks, yogurts, eggs, fruits that are pre-cut, so that's key, just the pre-cut fresh fruits, any opened creamy salad dressings. Also, if you have like pre-made sauce jars like spaghetti sauce or anything else like a soup jar in your fridge, those need to go as well as refrigerated biscuits or rolls and pasta that's been cooked. Cheesecake pies also need to go when it's above that 40 degrees for two hours. Pre-cut fresh veggies, same as the pre-cut fresh fruit, those need to be thrown out or any other leftover-like vegetables. Like if you've baked some potatoes, then those should go. Or if you made potato salad or any other cooked vegetables, then those need to be discarded. Now, I know that that's a long list and that can honestly be kind of depressing of how much needs to get thrown out. But let me bring some hope to it. These are foods that you can keep after that two-hour mark, even if that temperature is really not where it needs to be. These are more hearty and foods that you can keep after that two-hour mark. These are hard cheeses, so things like cheddar, Swiss, Romano, Parmesan. Again, those are ones that are not already shredded. It's like the whole blocks of the cheese. And You can keep the jars of the grated Parmesan or Romano that's in those little green cans. So you can keep those. Those are fine. Butter is good. Margarine. Fresh fruits and fresh vegetables. So imagine a grocery store. The things in the middle of the produce section, they aren't refrigerated at the time when you buy them. And they don't have to be. I do prefer my apples and oranges, for example, in the fridge, but they don't have to be. You notice that you buy them in the middle section of that produce section. So they're not kept cool necessarily or kept chilled, but they don't need it. So if they're not already cut, then they'll be good after that two-hour mark. Canned fruits are fine. Dried fruits are good. And peanut butter, unless it says refrigerate after opening. I do have some of the more natural peanut butters that say that on the side, so those would probably need to get 
thrown out, but typical, I guess, standard peanut butter doesn't need to get thrown out. Mustard is actually fine. Pickles, ketchup. You can use your discretion with these. And so when, if you're in doubt, again, throw it out. But generally, those would be fine. There are also vinegar-based salad dressings like a balsamic vinegar and bread. So sometimes I have mine, my bread in the freezer to keep it for longer. But if it thaws with the fridge or freezer not working, then the bread is fine, as well as pre-made muffins, cupcakes, tortillas, cooked rolls, and fresh spices. So, while the list to discard can be long, this is a long list too, so I hope that that can be some encouragement to you as well. The freezer is actually another more flexible side of the story. Freezers are definitely safe for a good 24 hours if you are not opening the door. That is key. That number of hours goes down if you're constantly even checking the temperature of the freezer. You need to keep that frozen or you need to keep the door closed in there. If the power is out for longer than 24 hours, there are a few things that could be refrozen. Otherwise, you should discard it. If you notice that foods are still very frozen when you do open the fridge, then those should be fine. Just use your own discretion. Or be like my husband who suggests that we host a grill-out party since we oftentimes have a lot of frozen meat in our freezer. So that could be a fun twist on having to use your freezer items before they go bad. Unless you notice that something smells off or if you don't feel good about something, then definitely discard it. We want you to be safe rather than sorry. But you can refreeze foods such as your hard cheeses, so the blocks of cheddar or Swiss, or fruit juices, vegetable juices, frozen breads or cakes, or rolls, frozen nuts, waffles, or bagels. These can be refrozen. A lot of other things, if it's starting to thaw, then it really shouldn't be refrozen. You need to Either use it if you feel comfortable doing that or discard it. Now that I've talked about some of the bad news, let's transition to more of a side of how to restock your fridge and what should be included in your grocery list. The easiest way to do this and to create a list is to reference the list on my website where I have all of these foods listed. Look at the things that should be discarded and then make your list based on that and what you and your family typically enjoy. For me, I make sure I add a new barbecue sauce and Thousand Island dressings because my husband loves those things. 
I'm also making sure I get a gallon of milk and some eggs. I also am getting some Greek yogurt and some kefir from the store. And we stock up on cheese slices and deli meats that make easy work lunches. I think the worst thing is to restock the freezer. I actually have pre-made soups divided up into portions in baggies and then frozen them to take out and reheat for easy dinners. The soup is already made. We just have to heat it up. But that is going to take more time to make the soups and freeze them. I've also brought bought some fresh chicken that I've trimmed and divided up and froze. So I need to trim the chicken, freeze it. Also should make some soups to freeze. But again, the soups may take a little bit more time because since it's still summer and it still has that summer heat, we're more likely to use the chicken on the grill sooner rather than making soups and risking not eating them immediately and then the power goes out again. So I'm slowly restocking my freezer back up. I've also been in the process of cleaning out my pantry because since my fridge has gone through a major cleanup, I've decided to share the love. Some necessities I keep in my pantry include my and my husband's favorite cereals. We also have granola bars, rice, canned goods like no-salt-added veggies or beans that are ready to dump into a soup. I always have pasta, and you already know, I always have peanut butter on stock. In my pantry, I also keep cooking oils and some baking supplies like chocolate chips, baking soda, or unsweetened cocoa. I normally have pancake mix and just some salty snacks like fruit bars or trail mixes. With any pantry, it's important not to overstock on items because that will just cause food waste. If things are piled up, you may not see something in the back that's gone bad or needs to be used before it goes bad. It's important to do a regular inventory on your pantry to make sure you have what you need, but also get rid of what you don't need. What I'm looking for when I'm cleaning out my pantry are things that are out of date. This could be canned goods or boxes of food like pancake mix or pasta side dishes. I'm also looking for things that are just taking up space. I'm thinking like, do we need this? Or am I planning on cooking with this? If yes, then great. Bring it to the front of the pantry and put it on our meal plan. If not, and if it's not open, There are food pantries that take food donations. One of my favorites 
is a place that I have served before. It's the Binghamton Community Center connected to the church there. Outside of it, they have a fridge and a cabinet that is open to the community there. So people can place their extra fridge or freezer items and pantry items in there, and people can come to this location to get what they need. When I've talked to the coordinator, she has recommended putting everything in individual portions. Just for example, if you have some tortilla chips, like a bag of tortilla chips that is unopened and they need to get eaten soon and you don't have a plan for using them, I suggest, and again, use proper food handling safety techniques, so things like washing your hands, putting your hair up, gloves. We want to make sure that this is healthy for them as well. You can put these tortilla chips in separate baggies. The coordinator recommended this because many of the people who come to get what they need will get what they need for themselves and their families. But if there's only one big bag of chips in there, they may take the whole thing and not necessarily need it all, but there's just that one available. But if there are individual bags, then they may only need to take a couple, which leaves more for the next people who will come to stop by and get what they need. So as I conclude this episode, I hope this ending has actually left you inspired. Yes, power outages are annoying and and having to replace your food can be a hassle and a financial burden. But even in the midst of it, I hope you can think of ways that you can serve people yourself and be a light. In doing this, you're fostering creativity for different ways that you can serve your city. You're also recalling the power that you have to leave a lasting impact. As I'm finishing up this episode, we are now moving on to my favorite section of the podcast, which is my local loves and favorite finds. My local love this week is something that I mentioned in last week's episode. So if you didn't hear me talk about it, or if you haven't listened to that episode yet, go ahead, give it a listen once we're done here. In Memphis, we now have a Big B Coffee right across from the Agri Center. Big B is based out of Michigan, but has slowly made its way to Memphis. This is actually the very first location in Tennessee, and it's right in our own backyard. You can get so many different varieties of coffees, teas, or fruity drinks. It's definitely made for people who like their coffee flavored, which is fun every now and then. I enjoy having some creative flavors added into my coffee. Each drink comes with the option of hot, iced, or frozen. And there are so many flavors like the avalanche latte, which is chocolate, white chocolate, and mint, 
or sugar bear, which is caramel and hazelnut. Right now, at the time that I'm recording this, they still have a summer flavor called Campfire. It's a chocolatey, marshmallowy goodness. I get the Campfire cold brew with sweet foam, and they kind of sprinkle some graham cracker crumbs on top. It's so, 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 so good. Actually, so good that probably once I'm done with recording this this morning, I may go out and get one. (laughs) For my favorite find this week, this was actually introduced to me by my sister-in-law. It's what I call a headache hat. It's for days when I have migraine-like headaches or even when I just feel a headache coming on. It's a full-on cap that's made up of a gel sort of thing. I think you can microwave it, but I keep mine in the freezer for when I need it. I enjoy it freezing cold. It's large, so it can go all the way down to cover your eyes while still covering the back of your head. Most of the time, I don't really cover my eyes with it but it fits well over the rest of my head. It's so nice and so refreshing and helps to prevent my headaches or lessen the pain. And it stretches to fit a variety sizes of heads. I got mine off of Amazon, so if you want the link, make sure to let me know. Thank you so much for joining me today for this week's podcast. If you've been listening for a while, you know the drill. I would love it if you would please give me a five-star rating and a kind review so that more people like you can find my podcast and be able to listen so that we all can work to become the healthiest version of ourselves.